Welcome to Journey to Esquire, the podcast. I'm Jocelyn Hardrick, founder and president of Diversity Access Pipeline, Inc., the company behind this podcast and other great programs like Journey to Esquire Scholarship and Leadership Program, which provides $2,000 cash scholarships to third-year law students and internships to second-year law students, along with leadership training and mentors. And Journey to Esquire, the blog, which provides insightful articles to help navigate you through law school and beyond. Find out more on our website, www.journeytoesquire.com. Hey, have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, just like I'm doing now. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In this bonus episode, you will hear more of the interview that I did with Delano Stewart. Mr. Stewart has the accomplishment of being the first black public defender in Hillsborough County. And he's one of the first few black attorneys to be barred and practice in Hillsborough County. He celebrated 50 years of practice recently and is currently retired. Enjoy. If you develop the following four things, CICI, character, integrity, courage, and intelligence, you won't fail. And you have to utilize that in life, remembering that any day that you have and you have the ability to do something, it is not you, it's the talents that God gave you. And what I am afraid of, and I've seen it happen so many times, the climb of a mountain is steep, long, and rigorous. You fall off it in a second. You cannot cheat life. And I was on the uh, committee, I was chairman of the committee, and I had to do strategic thinking because on that nine-person committee that I was chairman, I was the only black person. There were three vacancies. And uh, they were whispering, we can send one up and two. Well, what they were trying to do, there were three blacks, and they were trying to narrow them down. I called Lawton Childs, who was the governor at that time, and I said, I need a telegram saying you would like all nine names at one time. I stopped by the Cancun store that morning. I got a brand new white cap, never been worn. So we, the first vote was to narrow the committee to nine. We had 10 people. And we narrowed it to the nine, and the three blacks were still in. So this what are we going to do now? Uh, I, I, I would like to move that we send three up that motion is out of order. Whipped out the telegram from Lawton and presented it. So that's gone. So I said, well, how, how, how are we going to do this? I said, we got the nine names. And we were scrambling up, but reached and got the white hat and put it on. Each one of you put a name in. And we shook them up. And then we took them out. One, two, three. The Honorable Peggy Quince was in one. One, two, three. That was a black lawyer from 
and so that left the only one in Tom Stringer. So I got the opportunity to send nine names of black persons being in every one of them. I had a lot of accolades heaped on me. How did you do that deal? That was political maneuver. Well, critical thinking and prayer. Because I couldn't make one being each one of the things. It was a gamble. But once I got them down, I trusted God enough to believe that in that white, brand new Cancun hat that had never been worn, that a black would be in each one of them. And <laughs> one was. And I, I have been praised about uh, my maneuvering, but I know in the, the essence of reality, but for the Lord on my side, I couldn't have done it that way. Well, black lawyers have to learn one, it's reality, that uh, life is an investment bank. You put nothing in, you get nothing out. Uh, I have encouraged from the day I began to practice. This is a reality. The Hillsborough County Bar Association eventually will have the power to recommend people to the governor. A lot of young blacks did not want to go because they were frightened and they never had interacted with black people. I, I've never missed the Hillsborough County Bar Association but I organized Edgecombe to give comfort to black people who had not had the wherewithal and exposure to be afraid and not compete with white people. And uh, what became interesting to me, if you, in the last uh, 10 years, Edgecombe had more people at this bank than the Hillsborough County Bar. But you have to participate, you are a part of it. I never felt that I was not a part of America. Now you may have tried to exclude me and make me think, but I have never been exempted from any property taxes since I had a house. I've never been exempted from income taxes. I wasn't exempted from getting a notice to register for my service, and I did three years service in 21 days. So there is no payment that I owe to America. I've done everything any good citizen does, and therefore I was demanding of my rights to be a participant in anything that America had, and I believe that. And I was willing to die for this country when I had that uniform on three years, seven months, and 21 days. And you read uh, Gilbert King's uh, Devil in the Grove. I was in the Grove. My legacy is simply that each and every day I got up. Uh, Matthew 25 is a scripture I've always tried to live by because when Jesus is talking to his disciples and his parables are parables of perfection in his teaching, put oil in your lamp. If you don't have any oil in your lamp, that means prepare uh, when the bridegrooms come and you were missing. And then he, next parable, the parable of his gifts to you, and it calls it talents. And talents during that day meant money, but it also meant talents as talents mean now. 
you can't get them from Neiman Markup or Sex Fifth Avenue. What you have and your abilities are a gift from God. So what's intriguing, he in giving the parable, parable of preparation, parable of challenge, it will give you two, make it four, five, make it ten. And then he segues, I divided up the nation, the sheep on the right and goat on the left. But when did I see you, Lord? Well, if you did not take the talents I gave you and prepare to render the least of them, my brother, you have not run into me. But when did I see you? Did you give me water when I was a thirst? Did you feed me when I was hungry? You visited me not when I was in prison. And therefore, servant, if you haven't rendered the least of them, my brother, you have not rendered unto me. And I have tried to, every day of my life, live that parable in my living. I am a believer in the other parable. I've lived long enough to learn from both of my children. I call my oldest daughter. Good morning. Love was not put in your heart to stay. Love is not love till you give it away. And then I take that to the cross. Christ was on that cross because he loved the human beings enough to sacrifice his life so we will have the true everlasting life. And then my younger daughter was giving a speech. She was in seventh grade. What love has to do with it? She didn't tell them. But as she was talking, she said, and I always remember this, if who I am is what I have, and what I have is lost, then who am I? So that's what I've lived by. And that's what I would like my legacy to be. I uh, do not want you to have to do what I had to do. Eat peanut butter sandwiches and have a quarter cold milk. Uh, because there were no other opportunities. Now that you have opportunities, you not, should not forget that there were people who sacrificed. And uh, in Devil in the Grove, every lawyer that was helping uh, Thurgood Marshall, the guy out of uh, Daytona, who also was an AME minister, helped him prepare a lot of briefs. And he had been handling Virgil Hawkins' suit for years. So uh, you still owe obligations. You do it differently because you can afford to do more. Now, uh, I'm talking about my friend who called when I was at the university club. And uh, Jack Barley, who's married to a likes, was his classmate. But he remembers him, and he called me from Hyannisport, his wife's in the hospital in Boston. And, and, and they were looking quizzically. He said, where is he? I said, he's up in Hyannisport, like rich people do. <laughs> he said, that's where they go. And, and so he called, and I, I didn't have him call, but they talk. But all things are for you if you are sacrificing enough to make it happen. So every person, man or woman, has to make a decision. 
there are people who love being judges and who want to be judges. There's not anything wrong with that. Uh, Judge Bernice Donald, uh, who's on the sixth uh, district court of appeals in uh, over in the near and far east, Mount Roger, and she was talking about how beautiful it was. You will get out of life, and life's an investment bank. Uh, you don't put anything in it, you won't get anything out of it. The more you put in it, the more uh, diligent you are in pursuing your excellence. It, it, it has nothing to do with whiteness or blackness. It has to do with utilizing your capacity. And then you have to understand your capacity. I don't give a damn how smart you are. You can't get a gallon of milk in a pint bottle. So you have to ascertain what you can hold. Uh, there is a natural absorption level, because intelligent quotient means just what it says. There are some people got gallon minds, and there are some people got pint minds, and there are some people have no minds at all. But you got to measure what you got and use it effectively. And I'm never mad with the uh, S. J. Kenneth Rogers, my first out man, he was a genius, beautiful man. And uh, Francisco Rodriguez. And I know this, they were better lawyers than me. So notwithstanding all of the disproportionate unfairness, I was always aware that if I messed up they would take my blood license so fast. See, I told my dad or something. I didn't pass the bar the first time. I don't make excuses. I couldn't get a bar review course. I had not been to a Florida law school. Mr. Duff was a friend of Oliver Maxwell, who was the chief judge. And my daddy knew him from Urban Lee. We went to see him. And I went with Judge Maxwell. Mr. Duff said, Delano, uh, this law review put course is 95% of my income. And I don't know what would happen to me economically if I integrate and people are enrolling it. And I, I, and, I, and I say this, I say to somebody, if you cross a picket line, you're going to fight and you might die. And so well, I can't tell this man to give up his income for me. I, I would like for him to have done it, but that's not realistic. This man had built this thing 20-some years age. So he had a right to protect his interests. So this is the agreement. I said on the start step of that ornate, beautiful Tampa Theater building, with my foot on the steps, and he'd leave his door open and hear my lecture. I didn't pass the first time. But I did the second time. And you have to do what you have to do. And uh, uh, my dear friend Emerson Thompson, uh, a retired uh, court of appeal judge, always says, uh, you have the ability to spin a phrase. And I said, well, let me spin this phrase for you. C-I-C-I. -C -I. What the heck are you talking about? If a person, be he black, white, tall or short, whether he's Christian or Jew, 
It doesn't matter what continent it was born on. If he has character, if he has integrity, if he has courage, and he has intellect, he will win God's race. Because he will have done all he can do, the best he could do. All things he was involved in in life. He didn't cheat anybody, he did the best he could, he didn't take anything from anybody. So when you have those four ingredients, you will not fail. And I assure you that. If I'm giving you what I don't want, I'm, it's no pure gift. A gift ought to be all you can afford. And if you give it with love, and remembering that uh, what you have is what you not want to be the final. What you shared always would be better. Christ shared his life. Mandela said 27 years. Martin left on the balcony and read. Malcolm got killed in the Abyssinia. What one does may be measured one way or the other. Uh, but you write the script as best you can write it and give it to the Lord and he'll take care of the rest of it. That, that, that's what I believe and I always have. We received some great insight from Mr. Stewart in this episode. It was so nice he had to say it twice. C-I, C-I, courage, integrity, character, and intelligence. That is the recipe for a great life and for a great life in the law. If you'd like to hear more about the Journey to Esquire All History Project, please visit journeytoesquire.com to get more information. I'd like to give a special thanks to all of our supporters, especially our JD level sponsors, U.S. District Courts, Middle District of Florida's Bench Bar Fund, and Agape Christian Bar Preparation Services, Inc. for their generous support. I'd also like to thank WMU Cooley Law School, Tampa Bay campus, for providing a space for the recording of several of the episodes of this podcast. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode of Journey to Esquire, the podcast. Support, share, subscribe. And for more, visit www.journeytoesquire.com.